And thank you so much for joining us yet again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I'm not sure of the episode number. I'm not sure of it because I have got no energy left in the tank. And that's why we're doing a much more casual intro than we typically do here. Uh, This is the final show. You're going to hear mouse clicks. Here we go. This is the final show until the 12th of January. Now... If you love the podcast, and obviously you do, because who is hearing my sick voice and then not immediately <laughs> jumping off, but a lover of it, uh, know that over the last seven days, I have put up fresh audios that are much more kinky, uh, much more kind of satisfying little snackaroos than what's on the podcast itself, just kind of pure unadulterated, frankly, stuff like masturbating in a shower and only saying one word over and over again. Stuff like that that's requests that's hard to bring into story form on the podcast, and they're great. So there's those for everybody who's missing them. I'm also doing uh, an end-of-the-year thing. It's not erotic, but I will be doing My Life as a Video Game Part 2. That'll be around right for New Year's, knock on wood, for most people on the planet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In addition to that, I also uh, am going to be doing a couple of live streams with games. I haven't figured that out yet. I might try and figure out a bad movie night. Obviously, that's going to cause scheduling conflicts with the global audience, but uh, I'm going to be taking it easy for just a couple of weeks, and I've earned it. Uh, And just, you know, just trying to fucking get rid of this year. Just wash it all off me, so... Yeah, thank you guys very much for encouraging me to take some time off. As far as this episode, I really struggled. Um, I really struggled coming up with everything, and that's in addition to getting sick. I'm going to be full-blown sick tomorrow. This is still coming down with it. Uh, For anybody a fan of the old sitcom Frasier, uh, there's an episode where he's sick, and he keeps getting more serious about how he's not going to let him get sick, and so he keeps using more and more advanced vocabulary. And eventually, at one point, he says, I can feel the Visigoths taking over my immune system. And that's how I feel. Like, the the like the barbarians are at the gates, and the gates are open. So I, I'm going to get full sick. Don't pity me. I've earned it. I'm looking forward to it tremendously. But before I go, I realized I know exactly what to do for this podcast. I know exactly what it needs to be. And it's because it's a tradition that I didn't even know I was making a tradition. The last piece I made, effectively, before I left for Europe, was just kind of a talk and ramble. And the last one I made before I came back, Nightfall, just kind of a talk and ramble. Uh, And I don't have the energy to, frankly, masturbate on mic. I know that sounds silly, I know that sounds a little bit weird, but it's true. It requires a little bit more energy, even when I'm trying to pretend it's not there. And I often am trying to pretend you're not there when I'm recording. No offense. But I don't have the energy for it. But what I do have is a heart that's just filled to the brim with love. So if you would be so kind, if you would indulge me for this final piece of the year, this awkward, wonderful, imperfect piece, 
just let me love you. Seriously, without the pretense, without the character, without the voices, without the sound effects. I want you to listen to sincerely and deeply, especially if I've never met you, if I don't know your name, if you listen and I don't know who you are. Listen to how much I want to fuck you. And it's not an act, it's not fun, it's so true. You, the invisible girl who's listening, the one that I so often pretend isn't there as I stroke my cock after doing revisions for stories and trying to make the three-act structure work. For the first time in my life, I've been writing erotica since I was 16, and for the first time in my life, I feel like I might just deserve you. And I want it all, every curve, every wrinkle, every, every hair that you think is out of place. I want the snoring, and I want everything. And for once, I think I might just deserve it. And the thing that taught me that I did, or that I might have, is you. Because people don't open boxes in which there's nothing for them. Not for long. Not forever. Not week after week. Not for years. So if you're coming back, if you listen, you like it. Which means you like me. Because with all due respect to the authors whose pieces I've read on here, this podcast is mine. And I've made what you've heard. And I've got a lot of confusing feelings going on right now. I'm not making big decisions about anything at all. I've kicked everything, everything, besides the work, down the line. Really good choice, I, I must say. But even through all these confusing feelings and everything else, I know that for the first time in my life, I'm about to be unshackled. I'm about to be unleashed. I'm about to be whatever I want to be to whatever woman I want to be with. I know how grandiose that can sound. I'm not saying I could be with every woman in the world or that I would be their favorite. But, I mean, it is clear to me that I'm pretty close. Not there yet, but I'm pretty close to the place where I could meet you if you really wanted it. And I could do sitting down at a cafe with you if you have somebody that you love but you still want to meet. But that's not this fantasy. This fantasy is a very, very real one. This fantasy is something that I wouldn't say has kept me going because there was never any danger of me stopping, and I feel like a lot of you sense that, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. But this, this fantasy, it warms my heart. It makes me feel like I'm currently in prison, and I'm going to get released, and then I can do whatever I want. And that makes your prison sentence a whole lot more bearable, right? When you know there's a big sack of money waiting for you as soon as you get out. Suddenly counting the days isn't daunting. It's delirium. <laughs> so I have this fantasy 
where I can meet you. You tell me the airport. You tell me the skyline anywhere in the world, as I am a man now completely unattached to anything. The last of it is gone. The last of the responsibilities that I don't choose is over with. And not to uh, break too hard into a fantasy, but I'm also completely out of debt. That happened this year. Uh, I I, uh, didn't take on a lot, but I did take some on. And now it's gone because of you guys. And now saving accounts are starting to slowly grow. And how amazing would it be to just say to an invisible fan somewhere, somehow, let's let's meet in your neighborhood and by fucking God, let me fuck you. Not for a recording and not for anything else, but let me fuck you. Let me love you. Let me thank you. I want you to think of all, if you've been to the blog, all the pictures of all the girls that they've sent in that you said were so pretty. And let me fuck you for all of them. Because you're one of them. You are one of the ladies. You are one of the reasons why this happens. And I could... I, I could just be fucking balls deep inside you if you wanted it. Not tomorrow. Not next week. But one day. You'll have to excuse me. Because I promised myself this was going to be a one-take audio. I really like how that feels when I am doing a bit more of the ramble. But as I said, I am sick. So this is not the most sexy thing ever. But there we go. (laughs) This is me trying to be sincere. It's not playing a character. Sometimes I know you know that I'm playing a little bit of rope-a-dope. I know. Hopefully you like it, because I like it. But I thought about this fantasy, because if I just said, like, hey, let me just open it up, then, you know, what happens is, you know, pretty girls feel confident and send pictures, and shy girls don't and don't. And that's not what I want. That's not what I want at all. I want to meet the person who really wants to meet me and thinks that we would have a good time, sexual or not. And so I realized... Oh, I know if I ever actually open up this Pandora's box exactly what I'm going to ask for. I'm going to ask you to send me three nice things that you've written about yourself in the past. Three nice things. And maybe I could expand a little bit on that. I'm not exactly sure what the Myers-Briggs test I'm trying to weave is, but, you know, something along the lines of we are all... All, all, all going to get what we want out of this, hopefully. And I think about it, and I think about how much fucking fun that could be. How much fucking fun could it be just fucking you? And it would be you, and it wouldn't at the same time to me. And it would be amazing, and I just... There's going to come a day where I'm going to invite one of you back to a hotel room. I'm a sexual being like anybody else. I did my year of celibacy, and maybe I'm really not sure about this yet. Like I said, I'm kicking all decisions down. Maybe 2017 is one too. It was a great year for personal growth. As I've been telling all of my friends, 
uh, and most of my family for the last two weeks. I am doing fantastic for a guy who just died. <laughs> I am the most handsome man in this mausoleum. I'm killing it. And it's it's defacing and it's a joke because right now is rough, but the truth is, for somebody who just had their heart broken, for somebody who just went under pretty unimaginable stress with the book and the moving in Europe and coming back and everything else, I'm doing pretty good, which means that I can't keep pretending that I'm not. I hate it when people do that, when people start getting nice things and pretending that they didn't earn them, that they don't get them. So I am. And maybe that present can be you. And I have to think about what kind of panties are you going to be wearing? I mean, I know it's going to be your nicest pair, but what does that look like? And because I'm not going to know what you look like until the moment the plane touches down, are you afraid I'm going to take one look at you and run the other way? Are you terrified I'm not on the plane at all, that it's all just some kind of joke and I've set you up for an elaborate carrying? <laughs> But I wouldn't. And no matter what you looked like, no matter what weight or curves you did or did not have, no matter what color hair, for Christ's sakes, or skin, no matter what your eye shape, no matter what your favorite subject was in elementary school, no matter who you are, you kept coming back to me and you said, I'm going to put myself out there. Please come and see me. So I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you. Because that's insane. That's insane, and it's scary, and it's so much harder for a woman to do than a man. Let's just call a spade a spade. It's... It's amazing. And if you're enjoying this a fantasy, then you're amazing. Because you know what? Anybody can like a vampire hypnotizing you and making you do sexy stuff. That's Babby's first romance novel. That's, that's the basics. But to hear me talk now, and for me to be imperfect, and for me to say, let's do something fucking terrifying, and let's do some terrifying fucking, and to have you say yes to that, even right now, even when it's just a dream, I will love you, and I will hold you, and I will do my very fucking best to try and get your tits against hotel glass. That's right, tits, not breasts, and other crass things, because I'm just a guy. I will just try and devour you in the only way I know possible. I will try and make you laugh. I do this thing. Um, I quite like eating pussy. And I quite like doing it very slow. And I quite like knowing about when a partner's going to orgasm. I never, it's never an exact science, obviously. I don't have a 100% success rate, but I like making it happen once or twice and then kind of getting a good feel of knowing what's going to happen at their time and then using my tongue with those slow pussy licks to get you right towards the edge and then tell a joke like a real simple joke, like two goldfish are in a tank, one turn to the other and says, you man the gun, I'll drive, and then go right back to your pussy as hard and dedicated as I can and try and make you come and laugh at the same time because I love making you come and laugh at the same time. 
I love it. I love doing it. And I love giving it. And let's face facts. I'm a taker. I'm a taker. And I don't feel any shame about that, but there's no reason not to pretend otherwise. Or, excuse me, there's no reason to pretend otherwise. I'm a taker. So I try very hard in my day-in-day -day life and also as the Grey Knight to give back. Otherwise, it's just a very bad system. And nobody who only takes is happy. I believe that deep in my heart. Nobody who only takes is truly happy. You have to give. You have to give back. And I bet you thought this was all leading to you thinking, this is you giving back. No, fucking God damn it! this is me taking. I want to take you. Let me take you. Let me love you in my own way. Let me fuck you until it hurts. And then let's say goodbye and send me on a plane back home. Let me tell my cat all about you and the way you smell when I'm playing with her. Oh, write an, write an anonymous post, a whole essay, if you'd like, about everything that we did in excruciating honesty. Let other girls envy you. Be envied. Be the center of attention. Let me love you. Let me love you the way that only I can, frankly. <laughs> In a world where everything is homogenized, where everything continues to move towards this safe kind of ideological beige, let me be the Grey Knight. Let me be Jack. Let me fuck you the way that only I'm crazy enough to do. Let me get on a plane and meet you and fuck you. Really. Really, imagine it. Isn't that the greatest meet-cute story you've ever heard? Who cares if we never talk again? Who cares if we become lovers? Who cares if we get married? Who cares if it's just mediocre sex? It's an amazing, amazing story, and it's because of you that I want to live it. Let's face it, if you've gotten this far in the podcast with my sick voice and everything else, you know how much I feel about a good story. <laughs> Let me love you. Let me love you the way that you ask me to take love. Let me love you the way that you don't think you're going to get for whatever reason. It's not pure, and it's not grand, and it's not super sexy. In fact, it's really kind of awkward and silly and messy. But let's get awkward and silly and messy and let me not know anything about you and ask you as we slowly undress each other, like, what do you want? Where do you want it? How can I give it to you? Do you want my cum on you, in you? What protection are we using? How are we doing this? Which holes can I penetrate with my fingers, with my tongue, which my cock? Do you have a name you want me to call you? Do you have a name you want me to know? Maybe you don't even want me to know your name, your real one, and I never would. And maybe you have the perfect place to show me, and it's the best place to recharge 
and it's a fantastic meal. And then we go back, and I just give you exactly the fucking that you wanted. I have no idea. That's why I want it. You see, I'm going to say one thing. One thing that I really do think sets me apart from a lot of people. It just seems to me like everybody else has this movie in their head, and it's playing all the time. And when it plays something from your childhood that you're ashamed of, you see and feel and experience the shame again. And when you see this movie in your mind about a perfect breakfast with Tiffany's version of you just getting Audrey Hepburn fucked perfectly in your mind like a black and white Tumblr gif, you want it. And you compare the distance between who you are now and that image in your mind over and over. And you say, I'll never get it. But I don't have that movie in my head. I don't feel emotions like that. I wonder, and frankly we'll begin exploring in 2017, if I'm neural atypical. But if I am, I am. Because it's who I am. But to me, the distance between where I am in a moment and where I want to be it's not a movie. It's not something that I have to see. It's not a consequence I have to li live with or an emotion I have to feel over and over again. In short, I think you look at this fantasy and you see a fantasy with perfect lighting and Vaseline on the lens. But what I see when I really, really think about it with my eyes closed is not something that could be great, it's something that's great. It's something that's great that could be anything else. Awkward, awful, horrible, wonderful, amazing. But it is great, and it is with you. So I want you to let me love you. And if you haven't been fucking that goddamn pussy, then I don't even know what to tell you. Because if you don't want to take this ride with me at this point, oh, I'm really going to have to polish up the carousel. Let me love you. Come for me. Please. It has been an astounding year. For those of you who wish to follow me back to the blog and hear stuff like the... Uh, end of year my life is a video game special live streams or the rest or maybe you just don't want to miss out on snarky comments for three weeks come on back come on over to graynighterotica.tumblr.com or however the fuck you get there just tumblr graynighterotica I never know how to pitch this <laughs> let's hang out let's chill out and I hope I can make you come again sometime in the future. 2016 was, without a doubt, a super wild ride for me, much more so than most people, I think. You have my word that I will do this through 2017, and that you couldn't stop me. You couldn't stop me from coming back to you and asking you, hey, what skyline do you live in? because I might be in the neighborhood.